It's Tempo Waffle Time! Tempo Waffle. Where we tiffle about waffles. We waffle about tiffle. Um, I was waiting to see if Troy had a fancy new way of starting. We did. The awkward pause. The awkward pause. That's our new start. Okay. Um, today we're talking about curricula. Uh, in a sense. I, I don't know if curricula is really the right, the right word for it. Uh, how many schools have you worked in where you would say that the school had a really established curriculum? Uh, Long pause, I'm yeah. going to say none. I, I'm going to say none. Yeah, none. I have a problem with curricula as a concept, though. Yeah. Um, uh, if you ask anybody, what are you going to teach today, who, who's not a teacher? They'll yeah. say, oh, I'll look at the curriculum. Yeah. But for language teaching, um, a curriculum doesn't actually do a lot of good. It's too vague. Yes. It, it serves too much of an administrative purpose. <laughs> yes. Um, it doesn't really serve the purpose of a classroom. I mean, it tells you, it gives you guidelines, or some of them give you outcomes. Okay. But um, they're they're designed for too too broad a spectrum, an entire population, or the whole planet, or everybody in the intermediate level. And then when you get into the classroom, with yeah. When I get into the classroom with my actual students, it's meaningless to me. So you walk in, what makes it meaningless? You realise that the students already know it, don't know it yet? It's too hard for them? It's too easy for them? It's unattainable? Yeah, yeah all of, all, possibly all of those things. You've got to get in there and, and... Okay, so I've got to try and get them to speak with 400 headword count. I mean, okay, what the yes. hell? Yes, this, uh, this is what I see is the, the issue with the curriculum. is They have... Uh, Goals that are often, let, let's call them lofty. Let's, let's be really nice about it. They have lofty goals. Ooh, nice the word. students will, we want these students to learn, this is a real example, mm-hmm. how to give a speech. And while learning how to give a speech, they have to learn about compare and contrast speeches, the difference between formal and informal speeches, uh, giving a speech of comparison, giving a speech of uh, using anecdotes and jokes in a speech, using... Well, actually, that sounds pretty good. Uh, I've had curricula for, for EFL, I'm talking yeah. about for EFL, where it's a lot less... Specific? Specific. I mean, the, the, what you're just saying now is actually kind of cool. That would give me some good ideas. Yeah, uh, it does give me some great ideas for what to do in this 18 hours that I have. Okay, so <laughs> but for me, that's 120 hours. Well, yeah, well, what you've just said is... 120 hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have 18. And... Uh, okay, so what you're saying is these, these are goals that are unattainable. Yes. Uh, and case. I think that's part of the problem with this whole idea of curricula being written by admin uh, rather than uh, by a teacher, possibly. Now, I'm... I'm not saying that, you know, if a teacher was in charge, it would be perfectly amazing. But it is more likely that it would be something a bit more attainable. You know, they'll, they'll break it down into, in what, how many hours do we have? Okay, what can we cover? Rather than, what do we want to cover? And then, after the fact, deciding, right, how do we fit that in? Oh, we just put 50% on, on those th- each of those two days and you're done. I think that when, when we talk about curricula, we've got to understand a, a 
there's different purposes which curricula serve. Yes. Okay, and if we if we take an academic perspective, then there's different theories of what curricula are and how they work and whether they're cyclical or, or hierarchical or developmental or progressive or there's there's all these different ways of looking at a curriculum from an academic perspective. <laughs> okay, good. Take a step back. What's the difference between a cyclical and a hierarchical? Well, I don't uh, know. I'll have to look at all that up. <laughs> oh, good. I, I was going to let you just fly straight past that. I went, no, maybe there is like everyone else listening going, wait, what? Which film? Which yeah, one? I do have a book somewhere on my bookshelf there about curricula and I have... To, to be quite honest with you, I've never looked at it. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the reason why I haven't looked at it is because in, in my experience, curricula serve ideological goals rather than educational goals. Okay. If you have a look at course curricula over the years, I mean, if you go back over the centuries, during the, um, the period of, of the... Uh, when... Sorry, the how far back are we going here? Eighteen fifty. Ah, uh, industrial revolution. Industrial. Okay, yeah. Yes. So, and uh, the curriculum then was how do we create? I mean, the whole ideological reasonably educated workforce. Well, an obedient workforce, really. Yes. Um, how do we create hundreds and hundreds of workers who are going to do exactly what we say and not ask too many questions? And uh, have the minimum skills required to operate this piece of machinery. Right. So and if we, we go back even further. Um, into the 1700s, well, then a, a curriculum is how do we create the perfect gentleman? Oh, yes. Um, who can hunt and and run the country and uh, yes. do all the things that... Yeah. Um, and if we go back even further, then the curriculum is how do we create uh, a, a set of well-balanced um, priests... Oh, right, okay. If we go that far back. I mean, okay. then, then it's just about how do we create a, a priest class... That's going to do the job of reading and writing and promoting religious goals. I mean, it, to yeah. me, these are what curricula are about. And um, okay. when when you look at an EFL curriculum, uh, I mean, what is it ideologically serving? It's serving... <coughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know either. My answer um, is I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm always a bit confused about the goal of... I mean, for that matter, even a textbook, I, I'm sometimes a bit... Uh, wait, what? Well... Why do you want them to learn this? Yeah, so textbooks, to me, are a lot better than, than curriculum, curriculum. Because they're, they're, they're based on, on real research on how... Well, they're based yeah. on research on, on the order of acquisition. Yes. So... Well, they're supposed to be. This, yeah. These things are usually acquired before those kind of things, so we'll put them early in the book and... And put these ones later in the book. And yeah. Shall um, we pause while you... Take no, no, let me just find All three phone. of your phones have rung. <laughs> How many phones do you have? <laughs> Too many. And they all ring at the same time. Um, uh, where were we? <laughs> we're talking about textbooks and curriculum. Uh, so I wanted to ask, uh, because I know my answer, how many, how many times have you been asked or had to sit down and write a specific curriculum or a set of them for a school? Never. Really? Okay, um, how many pacing guides have you written? Yeah, so pacing, well, you, yeah, I've, I've written a lot of pacing guides. And to me, a pacing <laughs> guide, just let me find that phone again. Um, a pacing guide is, is great because it tells the teacher how fast they can go through the material that's available. So if it's a course book, you should go, you should be at this point in the course book by about this time. It's a guide, so it's, okay. not, a, it's not a law. Yeah. Um, with curricula, it becomes law. You have to cover this, and it's in the exam, and if you don't cover it, the... 
educational police are going to come down and cut your toe off or something like that. That seems to be what the curricula creates this fear. Whereas pacing guides, so here's a whole bunch of material, try and cover this much by this time. If you don't have a course book, doesn't matter, try and cover these topics by yep. this time. Um, and, and to me, that's a lot more useful as a teacher. So essentially, they're the same thing though, aren't they? A pacing guide and a, a curriculum. Yeah, well, they, they, they started a different philosophical point. A, a, a curriculum starts at the point of what do we want our population to be able to do? Yep. Obey the police, whatever, those, those kinds of things. A, a pacing guide is we've got all the stuff that's been given us to us to cover. Yep. Irrespective of, of the ideological framework within which that material is set. How can we get through it so that it's all done? How fast should we go in order to get through it all? Okay. So uh, pretty much every time I've been asked to do it, and I think if you really think about it, you realize you've written a bunch of them. Um, but Cur- Curriculum. Yeah, but there it's, it's just that you don't think of it that way. You, you think of it as, uh, oh, I've got 60 hours. Oh, what can I fit into 60 hours? Mm. And you, you think of it more as a... Uh, what's the most meaningful use of the student's time, the student's class time, and, and plan it that way, mm. uh, which is pretty much how I approach it as well. But, but then are we differentiating between a curriculum and a course outline? I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a difference between any of these. I think the difference is, as you said, philosophical, philatelism. Uh, not practical. That, that's stand collect- collecting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so if you get a, a course outline, how do you make a course outline? Oh, okay. Well, a course outline is... You see, for me, a course outline is a lot more specific than a curriculum because this is my class and my 60 hours and, okay, I might get a topic of a writing course or it's yep. an academic reading course. Yep. or And... Um, if I've got a lot of freedom, I might be able to choose anything that I want. But basically, I can. what I'm going to do is I'm going to do some sort of needs analysis with the class yep. or with the company or with the group of people that are involved, the school, find out what it is that they need whatever. to do, create some sort of... Um, uh, Pacing guide? Curriculum? Course <laughs> outline? Yeah, Syllabus? I'm going to group up the things that I know <coughs> that they need to know into themes okay. of some sort and then do it. Uh, okay. But curriculum to me, when, when I hear the word curriculum, it sounds to me like it's been given down to me from the gods up in the uh, Ministry of Education or something okay. like that and I've got to finish it and there's this authority power struggle thing going on and, and the document is more important than the students and you know that's what I f- often feel when I've... When I've got the word curriculum floating around. That's a very, I've been teaching for way too long answer. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong, but I mean... Okay, well, what's your definition of curriculum? I don't know. That's why I keep on Uh, poking you to find out uh, how how I'm supposed to be defining this. I've got on my computer a curriculum which was given to me by the school that... So I'm doing some work for a school, and they said, here's the curriculum, can you translate it into English? So we had to translate it into English, and then they said, can you make sure that the teachers are doing it? And so now we're making sure that the teachers are doing it. And it's got things like this. Encourage listening and thinking and practicing the language by asking questions, stating opinions, telling or acting stories. After experiencing the events, 
Now, that's meaningless to me. I, I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> I was actually trying to make a lesson aim. No, I mean, that's, that's absolutely okay. rubbish. Uh, All right, so this is, this is the, the, my real point of this discussion. Is this is a curriculum you get. You get given something like this. Uh, okay, make, give me one lesson aim that, that achieves... Well, all or a part of that goal. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, okay. It, to be to be fair to the person who's written this, that is a, a good goal to have students being able to achieve over a lifetime. Okay. okay. Um, or I'd also say there's a weird mix in there between a life skills goal and a language goal. Because they phrased it in a very life skills approach yeah. rather than a, a language approach. And Which, if I'm a language teacher, yeah. um, sorry, what? Yeah. So here's another one. Encourage children to be curious. Oh, my God. I mean, is that, is that something that we can actually do in a language? This, this is something which I, I know is a great thing to be able to achieve. Uh, it's an educational goal. It's fine. But I'm your English language teacher. Well, and people are naturally curious until teachers kill their curiosity. Maybe we should do a podcast about curiosity. Okay. Because in actual fact, people are usually curious. People listening to this podcast are probably curious. curious. Um, yeah, it's like um, those goals where you have to um, uh, encourage participation or... Um, uh, how is it phrased? Uh, some sort of thing about a positive mental state. You have to put the students in the, the right mental state for learning, which is a you know a positive frame of mind. Yeah. And those are like well, well, those are soft skills, right? Which which should frame the whole yeah. life of a teacher. Uh, yes, and also something that I, I don't know that you can teach. All you can do is try to avoid killing them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not, I'm not going to teach you to be happy. I'm, I'm going stop. to avoid making you unhappy <laughs> instead, yeah. which is which is much more attainable than yeah, teaching yeah. you to be happy. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so I think I think when it comes to language teaching, yes, this is very fluffy stuff. Okay. So, can you give me just from that whatever it was, uh, uh, encourage them to listen attentively with curiosity. And give opinions about. Okay, well, there was something uh, about asking after. questions. Okay. So, so we could do a lesson about asking questions. Um, okay. But we still make need it. more stuff. We need okay. a theme. All right, make the question thing more specific for me. By the end of the lesson, that's yeah. how I would frame yes. the lesson objective. By the end of the lesson, the students will be able to use WH questions to ask. To, you may ask WH questions about hobbies. Okay. I mean that. So, but I mean the thing is that the WH questions not about this lesson no it's not even about this week it's about my entire interaction with the students um, no I would say actually the WH questions is this lesson well I mean I'm going to introduce I can't introduce all the WH questions in one lesson who what when where why how well, which and it's about hobbies uh, providing that they either A have already encountered those question words in other lessons yeah. uh, or B they know all of the hobby words already, yeah. so I can use the hobby words as my framework and then just insert the WH questions within something that's already known. Yeah, but, but if we're going to go into that detail, then I need subject WH questions and object WH questions, which um, are different grammatical okay. frameworks. So we're going and we're, we're going to narrow it all the way down to just WH questions in present simple to ask <laughs> somebody about 
vouch their hobbies. Yeah. When so, do you do them? What do you do? So this uh, is where the curriculum breaks down for me because that's, that line actually gives me three weeks worth of questions, yes. question lessons. Yes. Uh, one about hobbies and one about food and one, I mean, the different topics. It's, okay, uh, so now we're all the way down here at an actual practical lesson that I can now, I can make some material for it and I can design a bunch of activities and all oh, I have this cool idea about how they can use the language they found out during that task to go to a new partner and, and okay, so I have lots of practical lesson ideas. Okay, the school... I still have a problem with this though, because... That's you, and you've been teaching for 29,000 years, and so a new teacher coming in is not going to be able to see all that. Okay, well, I have the opposite problem, which is uh, I've now fulfilled uh, 3% of the goal of the <laughs> curricula <laughs> for the day, and it's taken up, <laughs> let's say it's taken a third of my time yeah. to do this 3%. Yeah. Okay. For the remaining 97%, do I skip it? Do I cram it? Do I do a, do I, uh, pay lip service to it and say to the students, hey, you could also use this to give your opinion at, mm. at the end of the class. Mm. What do you do with the other 97%? Or do you just ignore it and do what you can? Yes. Uh, this, is, that's my... this is my question about... But really we, have, about this, we have the same question with course books. We get a course book that's got... 50 units in it. Yeah. And we've and got 16 weeks. And they say, you've got an hour to do this double-page spread, and when you open it, you realise, wait, there's a reading lesson in there that I, that's, could be an hour. Oh, there's also a vocab topic, and that's an hour, and there's also a grammar topic, and that's an hour. Oh, How long do video. I have? 50 minutes. <laughs> uh, make sure you use the video. What if you didn't even notice the video? Oh, and there's a listening passage as well. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and you've got to do some assessments and collect a piece of work from the students. Yeah. And do you... You have to say, okay, I'm going to make a reading lesson or a grammar lesson or a vocabulary lesson. Or do the unfortunate thing which comes back to your the, the new teacher, which is, well, I'll just teach the book. Yeah, and then the book becomes more important than the students. And, and that's the thing with curriculum as well. If, the, if you get, get handed a 45-page curriculum yes. at, for, for the year... Yes. Um, you, and you try, you've been told you have to finish it. The curriculum becomes more important than the students. And um, finishing it and signing it off and making sure that you're not going to lose your job um, kills the lessons, kills your... So, at the end of the day, what do you do? You lie to the school? Say, yeah, yeah, we did it! Oh, I mean, I, I did mention it once. Yeah, and, and there's an additional issue as well, is if you don't control the test, then you and the yep. test includes all the things that are in the curriculum, yeah. you've got massive test washback. Yes. Um, so, what do you do? Do you go well, and find out what's on the test? We need a silent pause for a minute for, for the dead and wounded in the classroom who are trying to finish all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that uh, having a shoulder shrug a shoulder shrug attitude towards the curriculum is probably very healthy. Okay. Um, it's in the curriculum and I'm supposed to do it, but my students need this stuff okay. more. Or I am doing it, but I'm not doing it in this lesson. I'm taking the whole year to do it. Uh, but that means you've got to read the curriculum and, and remap it out all the contents to fit into how you'd like to do it. And find creative ways of justifying the fact that... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, 
oh no, that does fit this thing. See, if you interpret it this way. Yeah. Is there, okay, now we've argued very strongly against curricula. Is there anything to argue in favour of it? Uh, I've got a couple of arguments. I've only really got one, which is when someone says to me, here, teach this class. What do you want them to teach? Um, English. Speaking. Mm. Conversation. Learning. Mm. Um, vocabulary. You know, when it's that vague, I do have those moments of just just my head spinning around in circles. And eventually I go, ooh, I could do that thing. And, and I, I make something up. And, and sure, it's useful and fun and interesting and engaging and practical and whatever. But it's just become my, my thing. I, I'm essentially making up my own curriculum. Yeah. Um, so having something to start from is, is great. Uh, but I also say that that's the starting point that you're given often is just, what? Yeah. What's that supposed to mean? From, from a school administration perspective, as a school administrator, having a piece of paper makes me feel like I've done my job to make sure that there's a standardised set okay. of activities that are happening in the classroom. I think also for the students. Yeah. If the student comes and say, well, what am I going to learn during this course? Yeah. And they say, uh, it's conversation class. You learn conversation. Mm. And students go, what does that mean? And they go, conversation, you know, it's interacting verbally. <laughs> now, the I don't whole... think anybody actually says that. <clears throat> that's pretty, that's pretty vague. Well, the horrible thing is, though, that a lot of curriculum look like that. Uh, this course will pro- promote verbal interactions between peers, partners, no. co- and <clears throat> that, colleagues on a conversational a cr- and vocal level. And when it's written out like that, it now looks like a curriculum. No, it's not, that's not a curriculum. That's a course I'd learn on, a, on an advert flyer for, that's given to the students. Isn't that what a curriculum is? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Really? A, curriculum, a curriculum should be a fairly detailed document which is given to the teacher. It's not something that the students should see, I, I don't think. Um, so the other thing about a curriculum which is kind of cool I suppose is if you are a teacher and you've got that I don't know what to do sort of feeling um, then you could randomly open your curriculum and see where it opens and go oh he has an idea oh that's the part I hate I open the curriculum this what am I supposed to be doing this week and I open it open it and it says things like Promote the discussion of opinions and ideas by discussing events. Yeah, you see now, well, I, that I go, gives me an idea. <laughs> Wait, which of the 900 lessons that, that could possibly fit into that framework should, should I be doing? Yeah, well, you see, I'd look at events and go, oh, events, yeah, we could discuss an event. and. Right, the students will be able to use past simple and past continuous to, to give a narrative uh, with background information in order of events, that's five lessons. Okay, done. Right. And all the other stuff that it said in the curriculum, I'm just going to mumble, mumble, not do anything. Yeah, yeah. So I think in the case of a very detailed curriculum, like the one that you've been given, um, ignoring some of the stuff is... Some? Well, in ignoring some of the stuff frequently. Frequently, exor- frequently. ignoring the some and that some and that some. Uh, yeah. Um, as I, long as the students feel like they're making progress themselves, and as long as you think you're covering enough of the material to... I, I don't think I'm covering enough. The students are learning a lot. I, really. Uh, okay, I've just got to pick something that's... I'd rather pick something that's achievable 
then overwhelm my students. And I recognize that that may leave the powers that be unhappy with the content. And I sometimes I just have to turn around and go, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Well, if, if you're confident enough as a teacher and you think that you're getting learning out of your classroom anyway, then perhaps you've moved beyond the realms of uh, curricula? Perhaps. Perhaps indeed. Uh, and perhaps I'm just a little bit too... Jaded. Uh, I was going to say cocky. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that we have to keep in mind that curricula serve a specific purpose. And it's not a sh- it shouldn't be a shackle around our feet. Okay. It should be a guideline and a beacon of hope guiding our ships in the darkened sea of ign- ignorance. Ignorance? <laughs> okay, that went out of control there. Yes. All right, so a word from our sponsors. Oh, yes, I have a sponsor. Do you have a sponsor? Uh, um, no, you can have your sponsor. My sponsor can wait till next week. Okay, so our sponsor today is whoever the trainer was at the uh, British Council, I'm quite sure, mm-hmm that uh, took on the teachers from the, the government high school that we talked about a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah. So uh, I went into that high school and said, hey, what are you doing in your, in your class today? And she said, oh, this morning I played the whisper game. And I went, what's the whisper game? And she said, oh, well, I had the students. They sat down in a line and we were, we were doing uh, past simple and they got the, the sentence and they had to whisper it forward to the... The people in their line, and then the person at the head of the line had to run to the whiteboard and write it on the whiteboard, and and just the the enthusiasm and the interest and the I our question during that podcast was all about like the efficacy of taking teachers out for for training, oh. and I've got to say, I mean, her response to me says it worked. It worked, and walking around the school the week after that, so this was a couple of days ago. I randomly noticed this thing stuck on the back of a, a little uh, countertop thing, and it said, the next clue will be under a table near the stage. Ooh, and that was just randomly in the school. Mm. And you know that that's an English language activity where the students are getting out of the class and going and doing things. So right. That's, I mean, yeah. Uh, Mr. or Miss... Teacher, trainer who worked with the Thai teachers. Well done. Well done. Very well done. Feedback on a previous workshop and a word from our sponsor. Thanks for listening, guys. And go uh, tear up a curriculum. Yes, do that. Yeah. With our blessing. (laughs) Okay, see ya. Platform for it proudly brought to you by the non-stop Buffalo, Troy and Steve. For any questions, comments, complaints or queries, you can email tefalafall at gmail.com or visit www.tefalafall.com.